everyone. Before we get started, we wanted to let you know about our venue consulting. We have broken up our offerings into four distinct needs, design, sales and client experience, marketing, and those all-important SOPs. You can take advantage of one or all of these tricky spots for your venue. If you want to learn more and get a few more details, head on over to hustleandgather.com to see how we can work together and reach your venue goals. All right, let's get to today's show. As a workaholic, raised by workaholics, it's very easy for me to just be like, this is my whole worth. I'm not scheduling any other time because this is my whole life. Welcome to Hustle & Gather, a podcast about inspiring the everyday entrepreneur to take the leap. I'm Dana. And I'm Nina. Courtney is taking a sabbatical this season to focus on her personal life and family, but the show must go on. Luckily, Courtney and I have been supported by a community of honorary sisters throughout our careers, and Nina is one of them. So this season, Dana will be joined by a new honorary sister each episode, and I am honored to be one of them. And we are going to be talking with our guests about three important topics in the entrepreneurial journey, like team building, work-life balance, and how to recover from tragedy, both in business and in life. Last week, we talked all about balancing owning multiple businesses and creating boundaries for ourselves with Anissa Glines. Anissa is the owner of Harmony Weddings and Events, a wedding planning company based out of North Carolina, and the Graham Mill, an NC wedding venue. So this week, the two of us are talking about the lessons we learned from Anissa about business and life and some of the mistakes that we've made along the way. Well, that was a great episode with Anissa incredible. I know. I love her. She's so full of energy and it's it's like an inspiration. She's like a ray of sunshine. Really is. Always. Yeah. I think I've only ever seen her like not peppy one time and I thought the world was ending. I was like, (laughs) what? Is this the apocalypse? Like what happened? I mean, I've seen her pretty cloudy, but in general, sunshiny goodness. Yes. Yes. And so supportive and uplifting. Yeah. My favorite overall takeaway. That's great. There were a lot of them. I thought that she had so many great, like just nuggets, but I really feel like I resonated when she talked about our like concept of deserving things and getting rewards, how the mindset is like, oh, if I do X, Y, Z, then my reward is going to be a day off or my reward's going to be, yeah. yeah. And, and I really do think that I struggle with that. I don't think I've really put into words that that's how I, that's how I look at my Monday or my Friday, because I typically take Monday afternoons and Friday afternoons off. So I work in the mornings because I have not given up the full full day off yet. I, I have my weekends off. So I feel yeah. like that's like my, that's fair. Mm-hmm. But anyways, like I, but I feel like if I don't get to the end of my inbox or if I don't get this task done, like I can't take the afternoon off. I have to continue to work until it's done. Yeah. You know, I feel like overall for me, the takeaway was her creating that balance was making sure she equally scheduled time for her personal life, time for work. Because that's essential. It's essential. Because for us, it's like, it's very easy to fill up the calendar with just work. Yes. So that to me was, it's super yeah. important as a business owner to create equal space for both of those yeah. things. Yeah. But I mean, do you, I, I think it's hard to do that too, because there's seasons of life where it's hard to be that, like. Oh, for sure. Like depending on how the season is going, yeah. especially with weddings. Yeah. But I'm finding some space in there to make sure your personal life fits in that calendar too is essential or else you're just never going to find that time. I know. And what's honestly been so helpful for us is the kids have gotten older. And Mm -hmm. so like we can go out to dinner without having to like figure out a babysitter because before it was like an act of God to get out of the house. Bless you. Because like you couldn't, like you had to get a babysitter and then you had to get them all together. And now they're like old enough where you're like, 
here's your two tasks. Don't die <laughs> when we're gone. <laughs> Keep your phone on and we'll be home, you know, by, we still have to get home by like nine because, yeah. you know, I don't like them sleeping by themselves, but still. Kid life. Kid life. <laughs> yeah, but it is. It's it's so easy. And like we would go months, 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 months without going on a date. Yeah. Isn't that nuts though? It's nuts. And when you really say it out loud, it's like, wait, what's the point of living? What's the point of like, how do you even maintain a relationship? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's an eye-opening topic, I feel like. As, and I know you didn't want to say workaholic. Yeah. But I'll say it. Okay. As a workaholic, <laughs> raised by workaholics, yeah. it's very easy for me to just be like, this is my whole worth. I'm not scheduling any other time because this is my whole life. Yeah. So I like, I think overall, I think everybody can take a little piece of that and say, "I it's time to schedule. But do you think it's because... Think it comes from a place because you like love, love, love your job, or is it no. a place of like pride almost? I love my job. Yeah. I love what I do, but I think yeah, I think so much. It's like ingrained in you, and I see how Anissa's family is too. Like it's ingrained in us. Like this is success. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So recently, uh, every time I go anywhere or do anything or like meet new people and everyone's always like, oh, you have so many businesses, blah, blah, Like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. Rockstar, whatever. And I had a friend, Don Mamoni, and they said completely the opposite. They were like, that's ridiculous. Like basically not calling me out on it, but basically saying like, that's not sustainable in a way that was super impactful. And for so long, you're praised for being yes for the hustle. Well, and also so many people see you as just that. Yes. Like some of my family members still see me. Like not my immediate family, but like extended family will see me. The first thing they say to me is like, oh, I've really seen how your business has grown. Wow. I follow you on Instagram and like your business is really booming. I'm like, what about Nina? Yeah. <laughs> is Nina booming? Nina is crumbling. <laughs> right. She is death. So like sure. finding that balance and going like, I am more than just yes. this job. And I've seen her do that this year as a very close friend of hers. Well, yeah. And and I, what I've noticed, and, I, and you do this well too, I will have to say, is that when you see somebody, it's not how is business. That's not yes. the first question. The first question is, how are you? Yeah, I don't care. Yes. Like your business is secondary to who yes. you are. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Hells yes. I know, right? Uh. So start doing that with your friends. Stop asking about their business. I also just think it makes us better humans yes. to not put our whole worth on that. Yeah. Because it, it'll you'll fail. You'll never Right. Fail. And when you, you do fail. fail, do you just suck as a person? Right. Like say my business is done tomorrow. I made a horrible choice. Am I then not a good person? It comes back to deserve and worth. And if... My business fails. Does that mean I'm a failure? Yeah. I mean, that's a really valid question. And I think that is where I struggle a lot because people ask me all the time, like when I'm, especially when I'm going through like really tough times and you are questioning all your life choices. I mean, you recently, we've had many conversations about this and everyone's like, what would you do? I'm like, I have, I am nobody without it. And, and that's a really heavy thing to admit to yourself that that's how I feel about myself, that I am yeah. literally nobody. And I said that to my husband and he's like, you, he's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, Dana. He's like, you can do anything <laughs> you want to do. Well, I think once you're successful at one business, not to say you definitely can do another yeah. one. I think you have the drive and the know-how yes. and the skill to start another one. Right. Just, 
Add another one on there. I'm yeah. telling you what, <laughs> literally, if I wake up tomorrow and I'm like, I can't do this anymore, I know I can go and yeah. do something else and be just as powerful. Yeah. All right. That is very true. Yeah. Confidence. Confidence. Well, and I think it's I think it's also recognizing you've separated yourself from the mm-hmm. fact that you you are not wedded kiss. Like yeah. You are Nina who owns wedded kiss. Yeah. You know. All right. What's our next one? Ooh. What? Do business or personal? Maybe we should sandwich business in there. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Business takeaway. I loved her tip of getting out of your workspace to actually take the day off because I am terrible about that. Yeah. Like I'll just stay home and I love my home, but like I, it's too tempting. I'll just like, I'll get an email on my phone yeah. and so I'll automatically grab my laptop. And so I love the idea of kind of making and, and doing your day that is fun and, you know, something with somebody. But we were, I mean, we've been texting and like, let's, we always go to lunch. I was like, let's do something. Like, yeah. we, let's actually do something other than just, although I love our lunches, but. Yes. Doing something, like scheduling an activity with somebody. Swimming. swimming. Come over and go swimming. Yeah, you should come over and come swimming. Or when it's not 100 degrees out, yeah. let's take a walk. Yeah. My takeaway on the business side is those small steps. Because mm-hmm. I think as a business owner, it can be very overwhelming to go, okay, I need to change. How am I going to do this? But if you take those gradual steps, instead of looking at this giant thing, like I have to set boundaries, if you can just take that small step, Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. Yeah. And it's so, when you think about it, how did you build your business? Like a step at a time. Yeah. It wasn't overnight. one step at a time. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I thought that was great advice. Because it's super overwhelming. It's like that. Like, have you ever seen, I'm sure I want to have seen a TikTok or something about how a, a woman's mind thinks. Like, you're like, hey, I'm going to do the dishes. And you get into the kitchen. You're like, oh, I'm thirsty. Get some water. Oh, there's not a clean cup. Oh, I left this this rag out. Oh, I got to do here. And you, all of a sudden, you're like in your closet. You're like, why am I here? That's ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it's being in the mind you of a female. <laughs> just talked about my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that that's what happens when you are trying to approach a task that seems overwhelming. It's yeah. like, okay, well, I know my, what my end goal is, but she thought I have to do this and then I have to do this. And, but, oh, but I got to do this first and I got to make sure I have this. And then it's just like, you know, fuck that. I don't want to do it. It's too hard. It's like snowballs. It's snowballs. But if you can do that one singular yeah. thing and say, at least today I'm going to do this. Yes. Or isn't AA one day at a time? One day at a time. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, we should work. You're in recovery. Yes. Yeah. You're in like business recovery. Yeah. Like trying to get your mind in a different place. And I think taking those small steps, like even just saying like what she said, on Mondays, I don't need to do emails. Yeah. Because Mondays, it. it gets so packed so in there. Packed because you haven't looked at it since Friday. Yep. Oh, brutal. <laughs> <laughs> but so proud of her for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about your favorite personal takeaway? I think it goes back to the calendar and putting stuff on the calendar. For me, when she said like, I wouldn't see my family. Like, and I know how important that is for Anissa, right, like right. her mom and dad and her sister and her brother. And, you know, like seeing them is so important. And so not being able, just saying like, I'm going to work so hard that I can't even see my family. Yeah. I think that's huge. And so I think everybody needs to do that. Like, and if that means writing it on the calendar, like I am going to have dinner with them because they're the most important people in your life. Right. And for you to go a whole month and we, you really just want to be with them and you didn't schedule time for them. Right. That's that's heavy stuff. It's, it is. Because what's the point of living? 
Right. And it's hard as an entrepreneur, you normally got into have that flexibility. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you've created such a rigid life that you can't, that you hate it. Like you mm-hmm. resent the shit out of your business because yeah. you can't live the life you want to live. It's tough. And that's easy to do. It's so easy Especially do. when you're first starting out. Oh, yeah. Like the grind is intense. Yes. Reaching that goal and saying, I have to get my name out there. I have to do this. I have to do this. I was guilty of that. Right. Same. Like just constantly overworking myself to build a everyone. I'm Dana. And I'm Courtney. We are the owners of Hustle and Gather Consulting. We began our consulting business because our goal is to empower you with the knowledge and the enthusiasm to take those big steps in your business. We're excited to offer VIP days that provide up to five hours of one-on-one time with our team to help you navigate challenges within your business. Whether that's overcoming an obstacle, hiring that perfect team, or taking steps to expand into new territories, we want to help you achieve those milestones. Head on over to hustleandgather.com to see how we can help you. So you want to open a venue and have no idea where to start? We've been there too. We are Courtney and Dana, owners of Hustle & Gather Consulting. Over the last 10 years, we have built, operated, and scaled a successful event venue in the competitive triangle market. We want for you to learn from our mistakes and profit from our successes. Our venue marketing and direction consulting is for that person who thinks, just like we did one time, you know, opening a venue would be fun. And it is, but it can be scary and very confusing. Let us help you with those first crucial steps like market research, potential profitability, and design concepts, just to name a few. Head on over to hustleandgather.com to see how we can help you. Name. Um, but I think it's incredible that to schedule that time. Yeah. Because then you know that you get to see the people you love. Yep. That's mm-hmm. important. Yeah. And you need it. And I think it's I think it I think that's a lot of times you see a lot of entrepreneurs and they talk about how lonely it is. Oh, That's God, why. Yeah. Because you've created this like world where there's no one else, there's no room for anybody else mm-hmm. in it. You know, it's tough. Yeah. Well, I loved her. It was, she said it was her business coach. I wanted to say therapist, but maybe they're like the same thing. Yeah. It's her business mentor. Business, business mentor. Um, how she said that quote, like, may whatever I do today is enough. Right. Because I think we, as business owners, can easily create, okay, if I don't do these things, Mm -hmm. I failed today. Yes. My productivity is not tied to my worth. Yeah. Because a lot of times it feels like it is tied to you. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like just, not that I don't say I would ever say like I'm not worthy, like, because I think that's a pretty intense thing, but it's, I'm not, I'm not able to relax. Like I'm not allowed to relax. I'm not allowed to enjoy this time. Like I'm constantly, like my brain's never off, right? Because I didn't get the things done that I was supposed to get done today. Like this, that kind of intense, almost like, I think I mentioned it in our, in one of the newsletters I wrote, like where we're like the judge, jury, and executioner of our actions. Yeah. And we put our own like punishment on them. And a lot of times my punishment myself is like not feeling good about where I, what I'm doing, where I am, because I didn't get to that. You didn't get that done. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think there's, there's so much liberation going, that's not who I am. And there's some days where I will call her or I'll tell my husband, today I'm going to be potato. Like it's like my favorite new thing to be. It's like I want to dig a hole. I'm going to potato because I deserve right. to potato. Right. And my whole identity is not this to-do list. Right, right. Be a potato. I know. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know. You what, were. You went swimming on Sunday and you potatoed I out did. in the sun. I did. And they, the kids, Henry, they love playing Marco Polo. And I actually hate Marco Polo <laughs> with a deep burning passion. Well, if you grew up in Florida, you're going to. Oh, I hate it. Because so you much. hear it constantly. All the time. And I just, and they, well, they play silent Marco Polo where you don't actually say Marco Polo. How's that a thing? It's just you're quiet and you have to try to guess there based on the sounds that they make. Did and you granted, make them play it silently? No. <laughs> That's just a, that they just want to make it harder. So that's what they did. And I'm terrible at it. One, because I can't hear very well out of one ear. So then it's awful. But I hate playing it. So I was like, I'm going to sit on the chaise lounge. I'm going to read my book. And then I fell asleep. And like I'm taking a 20-minute nap. And it was wonderful. And I didn't even feel obligated to get in the pool right away. I did get in eventually because Henry was like, please come and play. And I was like, all right. You only asked me that for like how many more years. But (laughs) Oh, so sweet. I know. But yeah, but even that, like you're – you question – like you – It's even how you relax is, like, how can I relax? Because, you know, I think for some people, like, family time is relaxing, right? Yeah. And sometimes family time is not relaxing to me. That's—sometimes it it is. Yeah. But sometimes it's very stressful, right? Like, just jumping from one thing to the next thing. And that's not something where I need to recharge. Um, I need to, like, be alone. And then you feel really guilty about that. Guilt. Being, you you know, like, just—I don't know. But I think to the point is like recognizing the fact that whatever decision I make, however I decide to care for my mental health, and I'm not harming anybody in the process. Yeah. Be clear. Yeah. <laughs> not harming it's anybody. It's not what this podcast is right? about. Then it's enough. Yeah. And it's good enough. And I think that's like a really beautiful And work thing. will be there tomorrow. It'll be there tomorrow. She's going to be there waiting for you. I'll get an email and it'll be like, you know, Two days later, and I'll reply to it. And I used to be like, oh, my gosh, so sorry for the delay. So sorry. I stopped writing. That. Constantly I write the email, and then I delete that. And I just say the fact. Here I like it is. that. It's kind of like the exclamation point. Yes. I put exclamation points on everything, like, just to make sure that yeah. people know that I'm coming from a good place. Yeah, and you're happy. Delete that sucker. Yeah. Delete yeah. the sorry. Yes, delete it. Yeah. I'm not sorry, okay? <laughs> I'm not Take sorry. Take the time. I'm being a potato. That's right. Be a potato. I think it's a good mantra. <laughs> just be a potato. <laughs> And that's that. Yeah. Signing off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last thing, which is my favorite. Yes. Where, where have you fucked this up royally? Which I think we all can say all the time. But It's hard for me. I don't fuck up. Never. Ever. About work-life balance? No, I think. On lock. <laughs> I think for me, I kind of grew with Anissa. When we met, I think she was two years in. I had freshly moved from uh, New York City to North Carolina. And I think I looked at her and was like, okay, that's the bar. Not to say she was my mental health demise, but she was. No. (laughs) Anissa. It helped my business grow so much, but I also put that pressure on myself to to like look at somebody else in my boat and go, okay, I got to keep going too. Oh, she's at that network event. I'm going to go to that network event. It helped drive me, but I also think at some point you have to go, I need to relax a little. Yeah. And I think I spent a very long time not relaxing. It put my business in overdrive, but I also think it put my mental stability in underdrive. So I think that is my biggest fuck up is just putting that too much pressure on myself. I mean, totally relate to that. I mean, there's so many planners that came up with us at the same Mm -hmm. time and there you and and it wasn't and you wanted to emulate them. So like, okay, well, they're doing this 
show, so we have to do this show. Yeah. Or they're part of this organization, so we have to be part of this organization. Oh, they've booked X amount of people, and then it's like, why haven't we booked this amount of people? And it's this constant comparison. And then mm-hmm. I think what it does is I definitely think it's helpful to, like, have mentors and, you know, yeah. look up to people or whatnot. But you lose almost your own your own pace, your own pulse, but your own uniqueness in a way. Like, yeah. of, especially if it's, like— the same business you're comparing to, which you guys are not the yeah. same business. But. Oh, for sure. And I think it's essential to like listen to yourself. Yes. And it's hard to do that, especially in the beginning, because you just want to get as many. I always said, you're going to meet a bunch of people that aren't your people. And so like that was my mentality. Not all these people are for me. So I got to keep going. Yeah. I got to find the people that are, which was amazing for my business. But there comes a point where you're like, I need to slow this down. Because I can't be out of my home every single night at every single networking event. Yeah. I can't go to every showcase. I can't right. go to every possible uh, mixer that I could possibly go to. So I think it's good to like find that balance, yeah. that work-life balance. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> and I think it's hard in this industry. Ada always, when she was younger, she just was like, oh, you going to another party? You going to another party? Because that's how I just told right? the kids, you're going to a party. And I mean, and you look at our closets, like they are filled with like dresses uh-huh. and cocktails, dresses and formal dresses and like all these things. And we party a lot. There are mm-hmm. a lot of parties and that is fun, right? Yeah. But then you almost develop this FOMO. If you're not there, somebody else in your in your industry is going to be there. They're going to fall in love with that person, and that's going to be their new yep. go-to. That's what you say. That's what you tell yourself. So you're like, so you have to show up, right? Isn't that ridiculous? It's so ridiculous. It's so stupid. It's so stupid because it's just not the reality at all. Of how but it, works. it is something we all, I think, yeah, definitely feel for sure. It's that, it's just that kind of. And again, I think it's praising that grind culture in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's just not necessary. It's okay to grind. Yeah, it is totally. I mean, get it, but it's yeah. okay to potato and grind. That's right. Combo pack. So maybe it's the potato grind balance yes. that we need to be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I we'll make it. shirts for that too. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So I think my biggest fuck up, I would say, it's kind of like what I talked to in the podcast is forgetting that people were people. And mm. and I felt this when I was pregnant, when, any, when anyone on my staff is pregnant, there is so much fear with telling a client that I am about to have a baby and then I want to take six weeks off, which is not unheard of. Yeah. Well, to, you're having a child. Right. Yeah. To have a child and to recover and heal and all that stuff. And there's so much like trepidation around it that they would be upset about it. And, and so a lot of, for, for Henry, when I had him, I told my clients, but then I was like, but I'll be back to work in a few weeks. And I was back to work in oh, a few weeks, gosh, Dana. you know, because I just was so afraid of letting those people down. And, and in hindsight, I don't think they would have actually cared. No, they would understand. They would understand because they're human. You just gave birth. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's the, and it's, it's, I would love to say that's the one and only time that happened. It's not. It's happened yeah. many a times when anything big was going on in my life or something. I never felt free to say, hey, like I need an extra day or I need whatever. It's like, I have to live and die by that under promise over deliver or whatever. Yeah. I have to live out that mantra. And I think that it made me hate my clients because I blamed them for my stress. Like, yeah. oh, I had the worst client. They wouldn't let me X, Y, Z. It was like, well, I never asked them. You kind of set it up that way. Yeah. I created the bridezillas and the monsters because I didn't have the boundaries and I didn't, wasn't transparent with you, them. I and you real. were responding at 1030 at night yes. when they were texting you. Yeah. And so so I, it's our fault. It is. <laughs> yeah. You know, of course, I mean, I've had three terrible clients. 
was I on Three. one of those? <laughs> She was not terrible to me, but she was terrible to a lot of other people. <laughs> that one that we are, you're talking about, but that one was just a whole nother level of terribleness. But yeah. yeah, no, but I've had three genuinely, no matter what I did, and I knew it wasn't my fault, out of hundreds. Yeah. So there's so many more just good humans. So many good people. And I just didn't even allow them to be good people. I didn't mm-hmm. even allow them to celebrate with me. You know, like yeah. cause you think about if you told now, I can't even imagine. Like my last client that I had, she had a baby and I like made her a bunch of freezer meals, went and saw her a couple of times. I know. And she was just like, and everything I do, she's so supportive of it. And I, and I knew I could have those, I didn't know I could have those relationships because I didn't ever look at them as anything other than a client. Right. You just tried to keep it business. Yes. Like, and if I don't set it this way, like I'm not a professional. Right. And I think that there's a, there is a fine line between that. But I think that by saying, hey, like, I'm a human, you're a human, let's mm-hmm. share in this experience together of humanness of, you know, big life things, like I bought a yeah. new house, or I... You weren't, like, coming to her with, like, a negative, sure. my life is crap, right. let me tell you all my crap and unload on you. Right. You were saying, like, I have this beautiful angel of a child. Yes, I just had, yeah. and I'm going to be out of, you know, pocket for six weeks, so yeah. I can spend time with them. And I'm sure they would have all been like, that's amazing, I'm so excited for you, send right. me a picture, like... You know, but I never gave them that opportunity because I just assumed that they were all crazy. Because of the pressure. Because of the pressure. Of just being a great business owner. Yeah, and that's unfair Mm. to them. I look back on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say that's my biggest fuck up, which I've grown from and I've changed. And I don't say sorry anymore. Nice. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I, I really thought it was a great episode. I think she brings oh, so yeah. much no, no, clarity for sure. to it. I'm walking away from this like, do I need to change something? Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm doing good, but man, this is another level. I need to go to Bali. Yeah, I would love to go to Bali. <laughs> do you want to take a trip next week? Yes. That'd be amazing. <laughs> she also went to Iceland recently. Uh, that was kind of work-related though, but that looked fun too. Yeah. More trips. More trips. That's what I need in life. I do. I have subscribed to that. Like we traveled last year, and so now I think we have— one, I think of four trips planned for next year, for from now until next year. I think it's good for your brain. So much so. So good. Even just for me, like going to the beach for one day and hearing the waves does something to my brain and just like tells it to shut the hell up. Yes. Yes. I it's totally good to just that. shut it off. It is so good. Mm-hmm. So good. I love the beach. Well, thanks for being my honorary sister of this week. Of course. I loved it. Anytime. It's so fun. Hopefully I did Courtney proud. I did cry, though, and I don't think that Courtney would have done that. Courtney doesn't cry about anything. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. (laughs) I'm a softie. I can't help it. Love it. Well, thanks for having me. Of course. Anytime. You're welcome back. To learn more about our hustles, visit us on the gram at CND Events, at the Bradford NC, at Anthem.house, and at Hustle and Gather. If you're interested in learning more about our speaking, training, or venue consulting, head to our website at hustleandgather.com. To learn more about me, Nina, you can go to Instagram Wedded Kiss or TikTok Wedded Kiss. And if you love us and you love this show, we would be more than honored if you left a rating and a review. This podcast is a production of EarFluence. I'm Nina. And I'm Dana. And we'll talk with you next time on Hustle and Gather.